effort to reposition itself as the lean, mean 90s corporate co cowboy radio machine, Riders Radio Theater regretfully announces the following layoffs. The 2,900 noodle makers with the lowest seniority, the lobster teaser, Adrian Barbeau, and the third coyote. The part of the third coyote will now be played by a non-union cat with a hairball. Thank you, Texas Bix Bender, Too Slim, Ranger Doug, and Woody Paul, our Riders in the Sky, and Joey the Cow Polka King is our orchestra. We open the show today with a song that just won, or recently won, the wonderful Wrangler Award in Oklahoma City for Outstanding Western Song of 1992, written by Gary McMahon and <coughs> myself. It's called The First Cowboy Song. When the wind comes whistling through the pines, cowboy rides his herd all through the night. Across the hills, along Coyote Wine, and he's heard this song so many times he knows most every line. With the wind to teach him lonely, and the coyotes teach him blue, and a night bird or two to learn the tune. He joined in nature's chorus through a thousand lonely nights Till at last he sang his own song to the moon
Sunlight followed darkness, sure as snow melts in the spring. His song turned from indigo to rose. As he learned the joyful noises of a million little things, down the trail this singing cowboy goes. It must have been that very song that drew the lady near, with her wildflowers smile and midnight eyes. And they spent their years together out on the new frontier, rejoicing in the fullness of their lives. This portion of Riders Radio Theater is brought to you by Honda, makers of the amazing Honda Accord Eon. Remember, it's not the accordion player, it's the Honda Accord Eon. See the morning sun with an accordion. You can have a happy song to sing. There is only one Honda Accord Eon. Now everyone can be a polka king. Riders Radio Theater sends a great big Western howdy to our station of the week, KAMU in College Station, Texas. Howdy, College Station! And now here's the king of the cowboy fiddlers with a little of Bach in the Saddle again. <laughs> Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Ranger Doug. Oh, look off to my right, that's your left. As you look into your radio tonight, it's a strange bird of another plane. It's a fiddler. It's Woody Paul, king of the cowboy fiddlers. Woody, who is our special guest this oh, week? Gosh, Ranger Doug, we got a mighty talented singer-songwriter here tonight. We hear this fellow's music on the radio a lot of these days, and we see him all on those, all those video shows. Please welcome Aris, the recording artist, Rob Crosby. Yes. Welcome, Rob, to Writer's Radio Theater. I'm just tickled to death to be here. Thank y'all so much. Proud to have you here. Got a great song lined out for us here? Well, it's a special song to me. It was uh, one of my first singles, and it was a top ten for me, and uh, it kind of comes from the heart. It's called cool. She's a Natural. <laughs> 
She's got just a touch of gray in her hair well, That's okay She knows I don't care And the little lines around her eyes She don't need to disguise In her heart she's by the ocean Sun on her face We're going down the road Let's travel at her own pace She's a natural In everything she does She don't have to try To win my love I go easy When she calls She knows how to please me after all, she's a natural. And when I really need her touch, when this whole world is just too much. I don't have to say a word Because her heart has already heard Oh, it must be second nature The way she knows She takes my hand And when I turn the lights down low She's a natural In everything she does she don't have to try to win my love. I go easy when she calls. She knows how to please me. After all, she's a natural in everything she does. She don't have to try to win my love. I go easy when she calls. She knows how to please me. After all, she's a natural. great, Rob. You know, with your busy schedule and all, we are just tickled you come up to Cincinnati and appear on our show. Well, hey, you know, I'm glad to be here too, Slim. It's one of my goals to explore every faucet of show business. Facet of show business. <laughs> <laughs> and this is about the only cowboy radio show around. You know, Rob, <laughs> it's refreshing to hear you say that you came here for the art and not the money. Oh, by the way, here's your check. Don, give him his check there. <clears throat> it's not the money too slim, but between me and you, how do you get away with it? Sir? I mean, your guests come all the way to Cincinnati for this teeny tiny check and a plate of noodles. How do you do it? Well, Rob, you see, it's... Oh, psst, psst, it's Woody, Woody, let me handle this. What? It's the art of the deal. I just read it. <clears throat> what? 
Tut, 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 Rob. It's simple economics, supply and demand. We have the only cowboy radio show within a thousand miles. If you want to be on our show, you've got to work for a teeny tiny check and the noodles. Tut, tut, tut. Okay, you've got me this time too, Slim. Yes, I do. But remember, what goes around comes around. There must be a reason for all this, and I'm sure it will show up later. Thanks, Rob. Folks, another big hand for Rob Crosby. Riders Radio Theater is a Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WVXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with us, Saddlebound. We'll be right back. We continue now with the National Big Band Polka Countdown. Here's the number five song, the Chattanooga Choo Choo. Buckaroos and Buckarets, you're listening to Riders Radio Theater. And now Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode nine of the exciting Western melodrama, The Lost Suburb of Gold. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, Miss Marm's father, the late Senator Sterling Marm, came very close to finding the lost suburb of gold. Unfortunately, he passed away before his dream could be realized. But now, more than 20 years later, his courageous daughter, with the aid of Riders in the Sky, is retracing his steps and is determined to find the fabled lost treasure. Then, in our last episode, the Riders and Miss Marm, seeking refuge from a storm, camped in the mouth of a cave high in the Meatloaf Mountains. And while gathering dung for a fire in the back of the cave, Too Slim made a startling discovery. Here's some dung. Here's some more dung. And here's a bony skull and... It's a skeleton! It was the remains of the legendary prospector, Whisperin' Bill. And a short time later, over a cozy, dung-burning fire, Sidebe told the tale of Whisperin' Bill. It was back years ago. I was in Big Woman Sal's tap room. She had it for Opal. Whisperin' Bill comes in, buys me a little king, and tells me he's found a lost suburb of gold. Said he'd come back to town just to get supplies and was aiming to head right back out. Then he said, the next time I saw him, he'd have more gold than Fort Knox. And if I was still there, he'd buy me another little king. Well, I waited two years, but he never came back. And I never got that beer. Meanwhile, back in Tumbleweed City, the villain Slocum and Charlie have returned. Slocum has forged a Spanish land grant, which purports to give him ownership of all of Tumbleweed Valley. And now, episode nine, entitled, For Reasons That Will Become Obvious, 
D10 Caterpillar Blues. After side meets tale of Whispering Bill, the writers and Miss Marm curl up in their respective bedrolls and go to sleep. Soon they are all peacefully sleeping with visions of golden suburbs dancing through their dreams. But early the next morning, as you might expect, dawn breaks, and with the dawn, they're up and at them. Oh, 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 Gosh, Ranger Doug, do you think the gold is really in this cave like the wind or the voice of Whispering Bill or, or whatever it was seemed to be telling us last night? I don't know, too slim, but I don't have to know. What I do know is if we're going to stay in this cave and search for gold, we're going to need more supplies. Yeah. Not only that, but Miss Marm tells me she needs to get back to her prune ranch. It's pruning time. Oh, it's prune pruning time, eh, Miss Marm? <laughs> Miss Marm? She'd tell you herself, but she has a hairball. So... While I escort her back to the ranch, why don't you take this shovel, go dig a hole in the back of the cave, and give old Whispering Bill a decent burial. Well, gosh, Ranger Doug, why don't you take this shovel and go dig a hole in the back of the cave there and give old Whispering Bill a decent burial? While I escort Miss Marm back to her ranch. Certainly, I could do that too, Slim. Yeah. And I would probably do a better job of it too. After all, I'm bigger, stronger, and neater than you. Yes, I could do it. But how would it look, Slim? Can you imagine Gene or Roy or Tex up to their knees in mud and dirt and dung? Well, what could I have been thinking? <laughs> I see what you mean. Okay, I'll do it. I'll give Whispering Bill a decent burial, and I'll do it with a willing heart, too. That's the spirit. Gosh, I'll come and help you. Well, well, that's the cowboy way. <laughs> Taking matters in your own hands, Harry, Woody. <laughs> okay, I'll see you there. You doing something, Ranger Duck? Yeah. After I drop off Miss Marm, uh, let's meet at the Robert Johnson Crossroads, then head into town and get some supplies. Then come back here and see if we can find the gold. Okay, let's all turn the page together, okay? <laughs> and so while Ranger Doug and Miss Marm Saddle up and hit the trail back to Miss Marm's prune ranch. Hunt turbo! Two Slim and Woody with side meat watching dig a respectable receptacle and lay the remains of Whispering Bill to rest. Then side meat says a few words. Come oh, on, dearly beloved. Uh, so long, Whispering Bill. You was a good man, I guess. I never got that beer you promised me. Well, rest in peace or whatever. Well said, side meat, I guess. Now we'd better pack up our stuff and head for the Robert Johnson Crossroads to meet up with Ranger Duck. Hey, boys, look over here behind this folder. Yeah, what is it? Well, it's an old saddlebag. Hold this light on it and I'll pick it up. Gee. Yeah, okay, but be careful. It looks like it's about to fall apart. That must have been old Whispering Bill's. I wonder what's in it. Well, we'll know in a minute and we can... Oh, no! The seams gave out. Uh, must have been something very heavy in there. Well, let's see what we got here. An old can of minestrone. This is a, here's a faded photograph of uh, Ferlin Husky. Wow. Look at this, a copy of Atlas Shrugged. Uh, that was a big book back in the 50s. Uh, it's still a big book. Yeah. I see what you mean. Hey, look here. A chip, good for one free little king at... Big woman Sal's tap room. Well, I'll take that. Hey, he kept his promise. Rest in peace, Whispering Bill. Oh, looks like that's about everything except for this. Oh, what is it? 
I'm not sure. It almost looks like a piece of, uh, of a backyard barbecue grill. Let me what? clean it up here a little bit. Yeah, oh, look at that. It is a grill, a yep. backyard barbecue grill, and it's made out of gold. <gasps> the legend is true. Yes, it's a golden barbecue grill, and it could only have come from one place, the lost suburb of gold. That big rock slide there, that nail whispering bill. It must be the entrance to the lost suburb of gold. Oh, sure looks like it. I don't know about you, hombres, but I'm gonna start digging. Give me a hand here. Hold it, side oh. meat, hold it. Huh? I estimate it would take three men, well, uh, two men and an old geezer, oh, wow. 157 years to dig through that rock. Just like the voice in the wind said last night, we're gonna need a D10 caterpillar. Let's mount up and ride. Quickly, oh, Deuce, Lim, Woody, and Side Meat get to their mounts and hit the trail for their rendezvous with Ranger Doug at the Robert Johnson Crossroads. And later that morning, they reach the crossroads and join up with Ranger Doug. Ranger Doug, we have to get a big detailed caterpillar because it's great, Ranger Doug. We're all going to be rich. That's right, it's because the rock slide that did old Whispering Bill in is blocking the entrance yeah. to the lost suburb of gold. We found this, Ranger Doug. Mm, this looks like a solid gold barbecue grill. No, it's not solid. The coals beneath it would melt it if it were solid, but it is a gold alloy. Thank you, Woody. Of course they would. I was only speaking melodramatically, but enough of that. Right now... We need to find a D10 caterpillar. And there's only one place in the valley to find one. Hez and Hammerheads used elegant heavy equipment and attaché formal wear corral. Right you are, Woody. Let's ride. Under A short time later, riders in the sky arrive at the large fenced-in lot. That is, Hez and Hammerheads used elegant heavy equipment and aftershave formal oh, wear corral. Oh, oh, boy, oh, oh, Senator, stop. Look oh, here, Hammerhead. It's riders in the sky. Howdy, Hez and Hammerhead. Well, how do, fellas? He got here just in time. What do you mean we got here just in time? Yeah, just in time for what? Our big, we lost our land, going out of business, inventory reduction. We must be nuts, dent and damaged. Everything must go sale. Boy, that covers all the bases I ever heard of for a sale. In other words, it's, it's going out of business as usual for you guys. <laughs> Say to Slim, this time... We mean it. Yeah, that's right. We got to vacate these premises in 30 days. That there Slocum taking over the whole valley. Slocum? Yep, he's got this Spanish land grant, yeah. and the courts have ruled that unless somebody proves it's false within 30 days, we're going to have to turn the whole dang valley over to him. And the only one even trying to prove it's false is High Sheriff Drywall. Everybody knows he can't even find his rear end, so we're selling out and moving on. That's right, so let's get to business here, boys. Yeah, whatever you boys want to buy, uh, we'll make you a great deal on it. And now, you know, we went through and marked everything way up so you can haggle us way down. <laughs> well, the only thing we need, fellas, is a D10 caterpillar. A what? Uh-oh. Hammerhead, I told you we should have held out for more money. Why, you old pooter, how is I to know somebody else going to want that dang D10? Because I told you so, you large-brained low-what. Why, low? you, I don't think that. Boys, not. boys, don't you have another one? No. That was the only one within 500 miles of here, and yeah. this moron sold it for a song. Well, how's I to know there'd be a run on the doggone thing? I'll show you how to. Let me get my hands around your throat here, right. and I'll fix you up. Why, you want to play rough? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, well, I'll take these rusty old pliers, clap now, down on your rusty old oh, ears. Fair now. Whoa, boy, boys, slow you down. Whoa. Yeah, mind your own business. We know what we're doing. That's right. We do it all the time. Come here, you. Well, as long as you know what you're doing. Ranger Doug, look. There are the tracks from the D10 Caterpillar they just sold. More, they're heading east. Boys, we're going to have to split up. Side meat, you and I will ride on into town and see what the Spanish land grant business is all about. Woody and Slim, catch up with that Caterpillar D10 and try to buy, rent, or borrow it. 
from whoever is driving. Right you are, Ranger Duck. We'll meet up this afternoon back at the Robert Johnson Crossroads. Okay, boys, let's ride. Unturbo! The tracks left by the tread of the D-10 are easy to follow, and its speed is very slow. Thus, in a matter of minutes, Too Slim and Woody have it in sight. I see it. There it is. Come on. Quickly, they overtake the lumbering machine. Hey, buddy, can you fall over? Hey, buddy, we want to talk to you. Okay. I wonder if you'd be interested in... Uh... Hey, it's Rob Crosby. Howdy, boys. Rob, boy, are we glad to see you. You are? We sure are, Rob. Yeah, we want to buy this D-10 from you. Oh, well, uh, I'd like to help you fellas, uh, but it's not for sale. Well, Rob, that D-10 is the only one in the valley. There's not another one within 500 miles. We gotta have it. Hmm, well, if it's the only one around and you gotta have it, Yeah. I guess I could rent it to you for a few days. Oh, great. Of course, now, uh, I'd probably have to get mm, $1,000 a day for it. What? What? $1,000 a day? Rob, come on. We're old friends. Tut, 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 too slim. <laughs> you want a D10 Caterpillar, don't you? Yeah. And this is the only one around, ain't it? Yeah. Looks like you have no choice but to take my offer. Mm. This is all you're doing. You and your art of the deal. I, 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 I. How about $930 and a plate of noodles? No more noodles, Too Slim. Take it or leave it, boys. I gotta get going. We'll take it. Too Slim. You better hope we find that gold. Boy, howdy, do I, I. So a deal is struck and a very expensive lesson is taught to Too Slim. Then after dropping Rob Crosby off at a rural train depot, Woody and Too Slim headed for the Robert Johnson Crossroads to rendezvous with Ranger Doug and Side Meat. But what about Ranger Doug and Side Meat? What will happen when they confront Slocum about his alleged Spanish land grant? And will the very expensive D-10 Caterpillar open the way to the lost suburb of gold? Well, you won't find the answers to these questions anywhere but right here, same time, same station, next week in episode 10 of The Lost Suburb of Gold, entitled Boomer Esiason, A Farewell to Arm. It's scrambling, rambling, going deep for a long one melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming only to this. Theater of the Mind. And now here again are Riders in the Sky, Joey the Cow Polka King and Diesel Dealing Rob Crosby. Go ahead. Well, thank you, fellas. Here's a little song I wrote for Mr. Lee Greenwood to sing. They say love is a gamble you can't but life tells me a queen the day I found you. Now the cards are in my favor, and I'm gonna play them right. You're the one I've waited for, and I'm gonna hold on tight. Now I'm holding a good hand. I've been my life on you, I'm not gonna let go. Now that I found a heart that's true, I just wanna pull out. That's right, a little piece of land and I'll walk through life holding a good hand. All right, we need y'all to help us out. I'm holding a good hand like this. 
I bet my life on you I'm not gonna let go, darling Now that I found a heart that's true You know I just want a full house Y'all doing good A little piece of land And I'll walk through life Holding a good hand Here we go Well, I'm holding a good hand I bet my life on you I'm not gonna let go Now that I found a heart that's true I just want a full house Holding a good hand, holding a good hand. Yes, and I am. Woo. This is the VXU Radio Network. <laughs> 